As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Let me tell you about Delphi Ellis, counselor, well-being trainer, mindfulness practitioner who has worked in the therapeutic setting since 2022. She started her helping career supporting people in grief, mainly those bereaved by murder and suicide. She now works in the community promoting mental health maintenance and recovery Mindful Leadership and Workplace Wellness. She has several books out, including Answers in the Dark. Delphi, welcome to the program. Hey, George. It's great to be with you today. Looking forward to this. How did you get involved in dream dream work? Oh, So I grew up in a household which was um, quite unique. Um, It's certainly in the UK where I would wake up in the morning and I'd be asked around the breakfast table what dreams I'd had the night before. So really from a very early age as a child, I had an interest in dreams and and I myself have had some really fascinating and wild dreams over the time. And then about 20 years ago, um, in 2002, I decided to use some of my experience and also um, train to become a counsellor and work in this therapeutic environment. So for about 20 years now, I've been working with people professionally Um, not just talking about their sleep and their dreams, but also the impact of grief um, and particularly working with those who've been bereaved. Grief is something else, isn't it? It's very difficult to comprehend and to handle for a lot of people these days. It is, and I think the pandemic really showed us that grief doesn't just belong to death either. You know, I think the pandemic showed us that grief belongs to anything that matters to us that's no longer there. So it could have been a relationship breakdown. It could be even a child leaving home to go to college. You know, we can experience grief for all kinds of things. But obviously the impact of it when we lose someone we love with the death of a loved one, I think it it takes its toll. Um, And of course, if we're not dealing with it during the day, it's going to show up either in our lack of sleep or in, in the sleep quality of sleep we're having, or it's going to show up in the dreams we have at night. So I think depending on how we're navigating grief during the day, it's going to impact how well we're sleeping at night. Delphi, what causes insomnia? Why people can't sleep? Uh, so it's, it's a huge problem around the world. Um, I think the World Health Organization said that 
um, insomnia is now a global problem. Something like 20% of um, the, the world's population suffers with insomnia. And the definition of insomnia is trouble falling asleep or staying asleep. And for some people, it will be the everyday things. You know, it's quite normal for us to have periods during our lives when we don't sleep so well. You know, especially if you're excited about something or if you've got an interview for a job coming up. You know, it makes sense that now and then you're going to have the occasional poor night's sleep. But it becomes a problem when it's just going on and on and on. And one of the things I talk about in Answers in the Dark is that for a lot of people, it's not just what we're doing during the day that can stop us sleeping, but it's how we're managing our mind at night. So, um, you know, we talk often about things like something called sleep hygiene, which is very much to do with the way the habits we have during the day that might impact our sleep at night. So, you know, how much coffee you drink, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so that can be something that stops people getting a good night's sleep. We know that caffeine can have an impact on your sleep quality. But the way I describe it in Answers in the Dark in my book is it's not always what you're doing during the day, but what's happening to you during the day that can stop you sleeping. So if you're going through a bereavement, you know, if you're, um, and again, when I talk about bereavements, I don't just mean the physical death of someone. I mean a relationship breakdown, being made redundant, you know, the different ways that grief shows up in our lives. If we're not dealing with that during the day, then for me, grief will show up for you at night. And so for me, a lot of the problems we have around insomnia are that we're just not managing um, the things that are happening during the day. Do you find, Delphi, if you don't get enough sleep, it plays havoc with your dreams? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, I think one of the things I talk about in um, Answers in the Dark is that sleep deprivation can lead to any number of things. And you'll know yourself, George, if you've ever had a bad night's sleep, you'll know the next day you feel irritable, you know, you might feel edgy, you might not be able to concentrate. Um, But also we know that sleep deprivation can lead to, ironically, things like bad dreams and nightmares. So um, the quality of sleep that we get can also improve the quality of our dreaming. So it stands to reason if we're not sleeping so well, then we may not be dreaming so well either. What is a good length of sleep? Five hours, eight hours? What, what's the, the, what's, is there a number? Yeah, so in, um, in my book, In Answers in the Dark, one of the things I talk about are these big myths of sleep. And I think a lot of us have bought into this idea that everybody needs eight hours sleep. And the reality is that everybody is different. So certainly younger people... Um, you know, teenagers, they're not being lazy. They genuinely need more sleep because of all the changes that are happening in their body and the way that they're processing life at that time. So, you know, babies, for example, they need a lot more sleep than adults. And certainly as we get a bit older, we might find that we don't need so much sleep. So I think everybody is different. And one of the problems we have with buying into this idea that we all need eight hours sleep is that we then get so fixated on needing eight hours that ironically that then gets in the way of us getting a good night's sleep. So if you wake up in the middle of the night, for example, you might look at the clock and think, oh no, I'm not going to get my eight hours, I'm going to be so tired tomorrow. And of course that then itself means that you're then stressed out, you're upset already, and there's no way your brain is going to authorize sleep if you are stressed out in the middle of the night. So ironically, this idea that we need, we all need eight hours sleep every night is, is ironically what seems to be keeping some of us awake. So one of the things I talk about in my book is, is just to ditch the myth. 
you know, the best way to work out how much sleep you need is how refreshed you feel the next day. If you wake up feeling refreshed, chances are you've had a decent night's sleep. If you wake up feeling sleepy or tired, there could be, again, a number of reasons for that to do with whether or not you've woken, you've set your alarm for right in the middle of deep sleep, for example. Some of us do that, not not realising, but we set, because we think to ourselves, well, I've got to get up at six in the morning, we actually our alarm right bang in the middle of deep sleep. So I refer to that in the book as the hangover effect. You wake up in the middle of deep sleep. You, you wake up when your alarm goes off, but you're waking up in the middle of deep sleep. And so you, um, you just feel awful. You know, it's called the hangover effect because you've got a headache, your mouth is dry, and you don't know what year it is. So you, it, it, it's ironic, really, that this idea that we all need eight hours sleep is, is ironically, I think, what's, uh, what's causing us not to sleep so well. Delphi, what do you think of the power nap? Uh, I, I am a big fan of power naps. I don't know. Do you have power naps, George? Uh, we do. We do. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, so one of, the, one of the reasons I love a power nap is because I think especially for people at work shift, um, and I'm not just thinking now of, of sort of frontline or blue light personnel. I'm, I'm not just thinking of doctors and nurses and, and police officers and people like that. I'm thinking of anybody that works a shift pattern where they may have to work nights, including yourself. And so anyone that works shifts, power naps can be really, really healthy. Um, And again, it depends very much on whether it interrupts your sleep when you do go for for a lengthier sleep. But the best time for a power nap is about 20 to 30 minutes. So if you can have a power nap when, when you start to feel sleepy, if you can have a power nap, um, for about 20 to 30 minutes. Often people find that quite energizing, quite refreshing, and um, an opportunity just to kind of reset and recharge. Um, so I'm a big fan of power naps. If you have longer, then I suggest to people that your power nap lasts about an hour and a half or so, because that's the length of your sleep cycle. A sleep cycle mm-hmm. lasts about 90 minutes, an hour and a half to two hours. And if you're going to have a longer power nap, then ideally you want somewhere like 20 to 30 minutes or 90 to 120 minutes. And the reason for that, again, is if you say, if you go down for a nap in the afternoon and you think, I'm just going to have an hour, I'm just going to have an hour's sleep, there's a chance that you might wake up again in the middle of deep sleep. So you'll wake up again with that hangover effect. So if you've ever set your alarm for an hour, you've gone down for a nap, that I'm just going to have an hour's sleep ironically, you will wake up in the middle of deep sleep and so you will feel worse, potentially, than you did when you went down for your nap. So you'll wake up with, as I said, that sort of headachey feeling, that um, your mouth is dry, you just don't know where you are. Um, and so that's what we call a hangover effect. Um, and so that's one of the reasons why I suggest if you're going to have a power nap, then it's for about 20 to 30 minutes or it's the length of a full sleep cycle, which is about an hour and a half to two hours. When people say, gosh, I'm so exhausted, what is the exhaustion? What what gets tired? The brain? I think, yeah, I, I think it's a combination of things. I mean, we know that the mind and body are connected. You know, we know that if the body isn't doing so good, then it can affect the mind. And, and in the same way, if the mind isn't so good, it can affect the body. So I think when we feel exhaustion, one of the things I talk about in Answers in the Dark is that sleepiness and tiredness is not necessarily the same. So you can be absolutely shattered. You know, you could be really tired, but you get into bed and you just can't sleep. 
And, you know, again, that could be to do with the way your mind is working. It could be the way that your thoughts spiral as soon as you get into bed at night. And so, yeah, there is a difference between sleepiness and tiredness. Sleepiness is to do very much with what we call sleep pressure. That's when the conditions are right and you start to feel sleepy, you know, maybe at some point during the evening or depending on how well you're sleeping at night, you may even feel sleepy during the day. But tiredness and sleepiness aren't the same. So your body can feel absolutely, you know, just washed out and tired and exhausted. But that doesn't necessarily mean you're sleepy or that you're going to be able to get a good night's sleep. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There are all kinds of different kinds of dreams, Delphi. There are lucid dreams, precognitive dreams, nightmares. What? Why are we dreaming so many different ways? And then a lot of times the dreams take on things that happen during your day or your week, or they make up total different stories. It's like a different movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, one of the things I say about dreams is that I, I describe dreams as a bit like a friend, which for people that are having nightmares, they'll think, well, they, you know, they're not my friend at the moment. You know, my dreams are not my friends at the moment. But the, way I, the reason I describe them as friends is because they're trying to tell you something. And like some of our friends, because some of our friends are observers, they can see things that we necessarily can't. You know, sometimes when we're going through a difficult time, especially when we're in the thick of it, uh, we might not always be able to see the wood for the trees. You know, we might not always be able to see the answer to our own problems on a conscious level. But subconsciously, our brain is always working to try and figure it out. Our brain is always trying to work out what's going on. And so I, the reason I describe dreams as a bit like our friends is because they're trying to give us that wisdom. Our problems, 
we often walk around during the day, but we fall into at night. And that whether that's uh, the minute our head hits the pillow and our mind just starts going, as I call it, I, I refer to it in Answers in the Dark as going down the plug hole. You know, our, our, our thoughts can be so dark, they can take us to dark places. And so this is one of the reasons why I describe our dreams as friends, because they're trying to tell us what the answers are, or they're trying to offer us some insight or some wisdom, or even just acting as nighttime therapy. Sometimes our dreams, especially nightmares, can be trying to help us work through something really difficult. And it's only when we're asleep that our brain, if you like, gets the space and the time to do that. But you're right, there are many different types of dreams um, and different dream experiences. So um, you mentioned precognitive dreams, which is where some people have described in history that their dreams have predicted the future. That's right. And, you know, I've met, I've met many people who have told me over the years that they had dreams which came true. Um, it'd be interesting if some of your listeners have ever had that type of dream. And, you know, one of the things that I say to people is it's, it's always worth keeping a dream diary because then you'll start to notice these patterns in your dreams and why you have certain dreams when you do. We'll take calls with Delphi Ellis next hour, by the way, and you can share your dream stories with us. Maybe you've had precognitive dreams, lucid dreams. Lucid dreams are fun because you can basically control the outcome of your dream. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, lucid dreaming is is one of the ones that I think most people, if if they could, they would do it quite often. But the, again, the thing about lucid dreaming is, is it, it happen. It tends to happen automatically. It's not always something that we can program, although there are researchers. Um, I mentioned in the book, I mentioned Charlie Morley and how he's done a lot of research on lucid dreaming. He's written several books on the subject as well um, and how you know we can train ourselves to become aware of the fact that we're dreaming. And that's essentially what lucid dreaming is. Lucid dreaming is aware of the fact that you're dreaming in the dream. And it tends to happen when something is happening in the dream that you know can't be right, you know it can't be true. So one example is when people dream that they're flying. So not, and I don't mean flying in an aeroplane, I mean I mean like flying like Superman. Right. So right. They, they become aware of the fact that they're flying in the dream and they realize that that can't be right and, and so they then become lucid, they become aware of the fact and they may even say in the dream, oh, I'm dreaming. And at that point they'll either wake up because they've realized they're dreaming or they'll carry on dreaming, and then, like you say, it gets really cool because they can then control where they fly, and they can, you know, they can control elements of the dream. So, yeah, lucid dreaming definitely is probably one of the the really cool dream experiences. Now, of course, you have what is called the sleep cycle repair kit. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> so this was me basically working with people over the last twenty years. And talking to people who, especially people that were going through a really difficult time, we started to identify what worked for them and what didn't. And so one of the things that I, as I I mentioned earlier, one of the things that I noticed was definitely things like sleep hygiene matter. So those are the habits you have during the day that can influence how well you sleep at night. So things like drinking too much coffee, exercising too close to bedtime, eating too late, all of these things we know can influence how well you sleep and whether or not you get a decent night's sleep. But also I noticed that it wasn't just, for some people it wasn't that, you know, some people were doing all the right things. They were winding down before bedtime. They were, you know, listening to calming music. They might have 
um, use some different things like lavender to help them get a better night's sleep. That can be nature's remedy. Um, as long as you're not allergic to it, lavender can be you know, very healthy for better sleep. But these people, they were doing all of that and they still couldn't sleep. And so that's when I started to realize that for many people, it's not just what you're doing during the day that stops you sleeping. It's what happens to you during the day or what's happening in your life at the time. And that's what we call situational insomnia, where a person has stuff going on during the day that they may not be dealing with. And so it shows up at nighttime. So the sleep cycle repair kit is a, a kind of a, a, a mixture of different tips and techniques that people can try to help them get a better night's sleep. So things like doing a, a breath activity, you know, um, doing a different type of breathing activity or repeating a mantra whilst they're trying to get to sleep. Um, there's a really lovely mantra in the book that I described, which is breathing in, I calm my body. Breathing out, I calm my mind. Um, it's a really nice one to, to repeat when you're trying to get to sleep at night. So, um, yeah, the sleep cycle repair kit is kind of like all these different tips and techniques for people to try. But it also explains different nighttime experiences that people might have. So, again, I talk about um, different experiences that people might have whilst they're asleep or, or certainly in the middle of the night they might um, have these different nighttime experiences. So it goes some way to explaining what that might be about as well. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Yeah. Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated, we're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 